Hello, everyone. Welcome to Totally Reprise Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We've got Luke with us. Well, I don't know who Luke is. I'm just a silly little horse. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm just Uh-oh. a silly little horse traipsing on up to you. That's oh, a. Look at this horse. Ashley, it's not a horse. No, look, he's no, a just horse. a little horse. horse. I'm just humming a little tune like horses do. Like, yeah. <laughs> pet, pet. <laughs> I, I fucking told you. It was actually me all along. Whatever. Just shoot her. Just shoot her. All right. Ashley ended in a gunshot. No, I won't. That's fair. I'm not editing this one, so. Oh, right, fuck. You That's fucking true. Do Luke edited in a gunshot. Fuck. <laughs> one of us has got to edit a gunshot. Hoisted on your own fucking petard. I say one of us will do it. Neither of us. None of us will do that. No, no. You know how hard it is to find sound effects online? <laughs> you gotta look Probably, it up on YouTube and then... Yeah, and then, like, go to YouTube to MP3. Yeah. Uh, it's not hard, but it is fucking annoying. That's <laughs> what yeah, it is. There's a reason that uh, sound effects just stopped being a part of Eidolon. Uh, yeah. They were in yeah. there a lot in the first couple episodes. That's because you were doing it. Yeah, but even I ran out of fucking patience for that. That's true. Yeah, it's just not worth it. I will simply require a salary if I'm going to do any sound production. Yeah, you got to give me a lot of money for that. Yeah. And we do, and we do get money, but not yeah. sound. It's not sound production money. No, no, no. Um, New stretch goal. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're not. No. It's. I honestly think it sounds worth worse with the sound effects. Anyway, uh, Luke, what's up? What uh, yeah, what have I been doing? I played a little video game called Neon White. Ah, uh, yes. You know what? I even knew that this is what we were going to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I forgot when I asked you what you've done this week. I generally forgot. I think I injured myself playing Neon White. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a leg injury, too, which is weird. No, it's not a... It is a neck injury. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Neon White is a video game that just came out. It's, uh, it's sort of a first-person shooter. It's broken up into very short levels that you're meant to try to beat very fast. Uh, you know... I, like, want to protest you calling it a first-person shooter, but I guess technically It is a first-person video game with guns in it, Molly. Yeah, no, you're right. I just, you know, it's just not, like, what I think of when I think of a first... If, if I said, Luke, I want to play a first-person shooter, and you gave me Neon White, I would be mad at you. (laughs) It's, like, in the same way that, uh... The hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Like a Cheetos or chips. Or I, I was gonna say that Hotline Miami is like a like 
arcade stick shooter. It's like sure, yeah, yeah. but like that's not what you're the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's built around like trying to just speed through the levels as quick as you can. Uh, and also speed through the cutscenes as quick as you can because they're bad. Um, yep. <laughs> I I think they're okay. I just the writing in it is very like it really wants you to know how cool they are. <laughs> okay. I I slow down a little bit when they talk a little bit about plot stuff because I kind of want to have an idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, no. For the most part, I'm just uh, I'm just scrolling on through. Yeah, yeah. Then it's also not helped that the voice acting is not great. They got, they got Steve Bloom. They got to Steve do Bloom, Steve Bloom. And to do Steve Bloom, but he's his heart's just not in it. Uh, I genuinely didn't realize that he was still working. Uh-huh. And then I went to his Wikipedia page and no, he is working. Yeah. 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 I didn't even realize. I, I think I said to you that it's just been a while since asked, someone asked him to really just lay on the bloom. Right, yeah. right. Put a little bloom on that rose. <laughs> yeah. Build a bloom house <laughs> on top of this foundation. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I Ashley. was just sitting here I'm like, I liked all the voice acting. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry that I've been mean to it then. No, it's fine. You can have a fucking opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, so, yeah. It is also a game with, like, leaderboards where you can see how all your friends are doing and, you know, you're incentivized to try to beat them. And I definitely made it my uh, main goal in that game to always beat Molly's times on every level. Much like you uh, desired to kill me in Deathloop. Yeah. I'm much uh, more successful at this, though. You're much more successful at this because we don't have to be playing at the same time. We don't have to be playing One. at the same time. And for as much as it's a fast-paced shooter, it's not that, like twitchy precision aim type stuff there's a little bit of that but not a lot it, it's gotten to the point for me where i'm like i can't play this on a controller this has to be a mouse game yeah yeah um but anyway so saturday night i was uh just working through the like first set of levels basically just the tutorial and trying to beat all your times and just drilling the levels over and over and i'm just like you know i'm moving very quick in the game my my senses are locked in just like i am focused, I'm in the zone, and I'm, I'm bit by bit chipping away at all your times, I get them all done, kind of breathe aside, like, alright, time to go to bed, and I just feel like every bu- muscle in my body unclench, except there's, like, one muscle at, like, the base of my skull that won't unclench. <laughs> You're permanently clenched. So if I look up, talk too loud, or swallow, I just get a little sting of pain in the back of my neck. Buddy, <laughs> yeah, this sentence hurts me to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You, I, I saw you message this, and I was like, "Are we gonna podcast tonight?" <laughs> yeah, listen, for, for listen for the Windermere horse scene. I'll power through it. <laughs> Man, this is that's a pillar for you, huh? Yeah, yeah I, I saw that, and I'm like, that's one of Luke's pillars. I will say, I, last time I said there were three pillars of Windermere, and I'm going to take that you back. You forgot that one of them was Leo. Well, not even that. Like, I, I in my memory, he tied Major Briggs up to a giant uh, dartboard, like an actual dartboard and not an archery target practice thing. Oh. Uh, like, I thought he went full, like, Batman supervillain lair on Major Briggs, and he yeah. doesn't, so he... No. I got a docking points for that one, but the horse, the horse holds up. 
Uh, the horse is pretty goofy. Yeah, I fucking love the horse. He's a master of disguise, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It absolutely anyway. breaks. You're going like, what is this horse? You cannot hope to ever outsmart Wyndham Earl. He's simply too clever. Anyway, that's that's me. Ashley, what have you been up to? Uh, I finished uh, Sniper Elite 5. Great. Uh, I did kind of like, you know, like the, the main uh, last missions, and then I did the DLC where you kill Hitler. Is Hitler dead? Hitler's dead. They have a... a pa- well, Whoa. What was that? I just, I just said woo. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying hmm. Uh, no, I was just cheering the death of Adolf Hitler. Right. Yeah. Apparently, because they've done... I think I mentioned this. They've done DLC uh, in every Sniper Elite game to kill Hitler. Sure. And apparently, rather than just like have it just be a goofy, like, eh, yeah, whatever... <laughs> Uh, they've, like, put it in whatever fucking canon they're making where sure. that is just constantly, like, Hitler has a bunch of doubles. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, like, this time, like, after the mission, they're like, I'm sure this time we would... <laughs> they, they play it kind of like Sean Bean and Hitman. Right, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Which, again, kind of weird. Whatever. A little weird, but, you know. Yeah. Those are pretty goofy games. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like if like I was looking at some of the more like high difficulty stuff, you can really get because uh, the later levels get way more into like the long distance sniping. Mm-hmm. Of uh, course. Where like even if it like has like where you are, like the the drop is so significant that it is like off of your scope. Uh-huh. When it like shows you where the, the, to put the, your crosshairs, yeah, and so yeah. like, and you can like see the bullet like tr- like arc, uh, and then just fucking dome a dude. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I've also been playing Neon White. Uh, I am not as good as Molly or Luke, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'll just get like a gold, like right behind them, and then I'll just be like. I got the gift, and then I leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been intentionally doing every level to get the ace and the gift before I leave. Yeah. yeah no. I I haven't cared too much about the gifts, because the reward is more of the dialogue I don't like that much. There's also missions. There are missions. Like, I have done them. I'm just not, like, it's not a priority. Sure. I... I really like the the missions, and like it's I, not a priority the way uh, hurting my friends by beating their times is. Yeah, and hurting yourself, <laughs> and hurting myself. Yeah, yeah. You've really only done like psychic damage to me uh, right. in a way where I'm like, oh, jeez, he's really doing that. Uh, yeah, and then, but you've done physical damage to yourself over it. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else could have caused it. <laughs> so I think I'm really coming out with a W either way on this one. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'll, 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 if I end up trying Guilty Gear again, you could beat my ass again for a while, Hell probably. Yeah. yeah. But uh, other than that, I watched uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, mm. uh, the movie where uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend comes from. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those things that like also like made me kind of uh, understand like, the cultural obsession with Marilyn Monroe a bit more. Oh, sure. It's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) 
She ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Women. Um. And also just uh, a lot of very uh, quick wit humor that a lot of the old screwball comedies had. Mm-hmm. I'm always a sucker for that. Uh, other than that, I've been I'm going on vacation for a wedding soon. Nice. Uh, and so I've just really been preparing for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Molly. Um, I have been playing Neon White, but I'm also like, I can't just be playing this. This is, uh-huh. it's a little overwhelming at times. Uh, yeah. So, I went to play some more Chorves. Sure. Um, and, and that game's fine. Uh, uh-huh. I, I went and I, like, started playing some, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna play much more of this. That's, right. It's good, but, you know, not, not uh-huh. what I'm looking for right now. And I was like, what if I get back into Monster Hunter? Oh, I and see. then well, because that new expansion is coming out. Uh uh, and my PC save is not like geared up for that, so mm-hmm. but then I was like, fuck, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh so I haven't done that. Um and then I was like, well, what if I played City Skylines, a game I've never thought about once in my life? But <laughs> <laughs> So I downloaded City Skylines. <laughs> How's that treating you? I haven't opened it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, I probably will sometime this week. I was like, you know, I kind of want to play a city building game. It's been mm. a while since I've tried that. So I don't know. It sounds okay. Um, but that's, I mean, I didn't do a lot this week. We, uh, what else? I, oh, I finished Common Rider Build. I finished watching that this weekend. Oh yeah, uh, that's a that's a fun show. Um, those those boys are gay. <laughs> a, it's a homosexual show. Uh, whether or not they know it, but I I feel like they do, but they can't do it or won't do it on the show. You know, mm-hmm. right? They they all but like call each other like their partner forever so yeah you know yeah you know they they talk around it it's one of those things um but clearly those two boys are in love with each other obviously mm-hmm. um there's one suit at the end i think is really cool but it, they only do it in cg so it kind of looks like shit right uh, and I'm mad they didn't make a practical suit for that, even though I know it's just for, like, the one thing. But I am mad about it. Yeah. That would look way better as a practical suit, as as most Kamen Rider suits do. Uh, but, you know, that's that's yeah. just how it goes, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, otherwise, uh, I've, I've mostly been playing Neon White. Also... Uh, and this podcast isn't that interesting when all three of us are playing the same game, it turns out. Yeah, it's true. We don't have three different things to talk about. We don't have three different <laughs> things to talk about. So let's just talk about Twin Peaks because we went really long in the intro last week, I think. So whatever. All right, well, there you go. It all balances out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. We are talking about Twin Peaks episode 28, a.k.a. Twin Peaks episode 27, A.K.A. Twin Peaks Season 2 Episode 20, A.K.A. The Path to the Black Lodge. Um, I 
a, a thing that happens later on in this episode is they realize, or uh, Windermer realizes that the uh, petroglyph is a map. Yeah. And I was like, wait, they didn't know it was a map? It did just kind of look pretty map It kind of just looks like a fucking map. It looks pretty mappy. Did uh, not realize that was meant to be a Yeah, reveal. I didn't know that was a mystery. So yeah. it turns out that was a mystery. Anyway, that's not what this episode is about. Even though it <laughs> no. is, but that's not what this episode's about. Right, right. This episode no, this is about, about love. <laughs> this episode's about fucking on an airplane. Yeah, that's right. baby. <laughs> and one of the best wingmen in history. Yeah, absolutely. The absolute king himself. <laughs> the absolute king himself. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, we start off back at the park uh, the night that uh, Rusty Tomaski got killed. Uh, they found one of his friends who's like a roadie with the band he's with. Bro, his band is not big enough to have roadies. Sorry. No. <laughs> it also kind of sounds like they maybe don't know what a roadie is. They don't cause... know what a roadie is because this guy's definitely his life partner. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> also he talks about, like, yeah, we're playing together and, like, yeah, like, that means that you're in the band. Not yeah, that, that you're, you're in the band. Roadie. <laughs> right. But... That's true. It does kind of just sound like these two are dating. Yeah, I, I kind of it's so weird, like because you know Ted Raimi plays him so much like a fucking cartoon character in the last one, and uh-huh. I'm not saying that in like a bad way. No, sure, but this guy plays it so realistically. Yeah, he's more of a guy than uh, Rusty was. Yes, and like yeah, like just like the ending on like yeah, you know we we're gonna move to LA. Yeah. yeah. Huh? And then As he's, like, crying. about to break down crying over... Yeah. yeah. Like, Rusty was too stupid to live. This is just kind of a normal guy. Yes. <laughs> every Listen, every man who has who is too stupid to live needs a man who is not, okay? <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so They balanced each yeah. other out, and now... And now, what's he left with? Just a giant chess pawn. Just and, a, and, and, <laughs> do you think they'll let him keep the pawn? <laughs> I, I don't think that he would want to. Uh, and Andy uh, crying, <laughs> leading him away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andy's very touched by this. Yeah, yeah. Andy's crying, and Truman's like, Jesus, dude. You're the yeah. cops. Andy, goddammit. We're cops. We can't show emotion. How many times? <laughs> Uh, and Cooper's just like, man, this is fucked up, huh? Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't give us a move now. Yeah, he didn't even give us a chess move. He's playing Play off, off the board. Off the He's board, Truman. Off the board. My God. <laughs> uh, they head back to the sheriff's store. I still love that Lucy is still working her on her chess game. She loves her chess game. It's great. It's good. Yeah. She doesn't get a lot to do anymore, but no, no. But I love this for her. Gives her time to brush up on chess. Yeah. Uh, she calls Andy over to want to know what he knows about saving the planet. And for a split second, Andy slips into, like, a PSA about the environment. Because he goes, well, I sure do know it's in a lot of trouble and it needs our help. <laughs> <laughs> he is a delightful man. Yeah. The thing about Andy is that he's kind of always in that mood of, like, someone who's about to notice the camera and start talking to it. Yes. Right. Hi, I'm Deputy Andy Brennan. We've had a lot of fun here tonight, what with the chess murder and all. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know how a lot of, like, modern shows will, like, have a YouTube channel where they, like, upload things that are, like, in-universe? Yeah. hmm I feel like uh, Twin Peaks of today would have, like, you know, Twin Peaks and you with Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. 
Now we know that it's fun to, you know, go to the school dance, but <laughs> right, yeah, right. Make um, sure I, that your hands are at ten and two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was on the Blu-ray something for this episode that was like Lucy's special announcement, and I meant to click on it, but I oh, didn't. Oh, so what it is, it's um, over the end credits, she comes in with like an emergency radio broadcast with the information about when the finale is going to air. Oh, okay. Because like, it was like one of those weird things, you know, huh? Tension, I got a special announcement. There's Lucy here. Yeah. Twin Peaks season finale is going to be, you know, this night. Right. We put they put it at a weird time because no one likes it. Yeah, like the show already got canceled, and that's why they aired the last two episodes together. They made it like, oh, it's the just the movie of the week. Oh sure. Yeah. Like yeah, fuck it. Here you go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Here's your fucking slop. Yeah. Like they yeah had a whole fucking letter writing campaign where like a bunch of Twin Peaks fans like protested about they were trying to build like a hydroelectric dam on the actual waterfall that they film at well that's which has like <laughs> spiritual yeah. significance to like you know uh native, native American people tribes yeah area. so yeah. they're like okay well i don't know why the, this dumb fucking tv show is you people like but you're protesting a thing that we care about also so cool i guess cool i guess yeah <laughs> you're here because you like that tv show and don't want it to change from the tv show yeah, I guess I'll take what I can get. Take what like, you can get, man. The enemy of my enemy, no matter how dumb, is my friend. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah, Lucy is entering the Miss Twin Peaks patch. I think she just says she needs money on account of she's about to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah. And they could also use a dad. Yeah, because tomorrow is D-Day. Dad day. <laughs> she's going to decide which of these mans is going to be She her. is just so done with Dick Tremaine shit. <laughs> It's yeah, Lucy. Why are you? Why are you, are you even putting Andy point? on? Come on, yeah, come on. He's too stupid for this. <laughs> Andy's legitimately concerned, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like Andy has only fucking killed it since he started. Yeah, and Dick Tremaine has only made more and more of an ass of himself. Andy's right. worst crime is not being super fashionable. Yeah. yeah uh huh. What? He doesn't own a sports coat, and he doesn't wash his car very yeah. often. Do you think Dick Tremaine just abandoned the kid that he was big-brothering? Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Mickey. Yeah. Oh, Mickey's dead. <laughs> he was I'll like, this kid is evil. I don't give a shit what Doc Hayward says. I'll go curse another family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be gone, devil child. <laughs> Uh, we cut over to the Great Northern. I don't think we've talked about it. I fucking love John Justice Wheeler's, like, sad guitar theme. I didn't even realize he had a sad guitar theme. It's just, like, the only instrument is a guitar, and it's just kind of like a sad, slow, like, I'm Every time he shows up. Too busy looking at his gay little jumpsuit situation. <laughs> on here. He's got some fashion choices this week. He, yeah. I, I don't think it's not that I'm like looking at it. I don't think it's a jumpsuit. No, but it's it a very well could pants be. Yeah, that are it, the like, same exact color. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah, not a, not his best look. I liked him when he was Val Kilmer, Bruce Wayne more. Yeah, but then he puts on a leather jacket later, and it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is, you know, as we know, just going crazy with just love sickness because Audrey's been gone a whole day, uh, and he's just like. Desperately trying to wait yeah. for her to show up. We we eventually like get a reason why like he is like 
he should be so like up in arm, like you know, like oh. yeah. But for right now, it's just oh, I haven't been able to see you in two days. Ah, right. Well, that's what it was before he got the telegram too. So it's not like it, this oh, yeah. is. That's true. Yeah, he got the telegram after that conversation. I forgot he got a telegram. Got, well, first of all, yeah. he got a telegram. Secondly, <laughs> we looked up to see if he could it. get a telegram. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Secondly, he was drinking something alcoholic while Cooper was drinking a nice glass of milk. Yes, 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 of course. Uh, Doc Hayward is giving Ben a physical, and they're also talking around. They're not coming out and saying it, but if you have, like, two or more brain cells, you know what the conversation's about. Yeah. Please don't tell Donna that you're her, uh, that you're her dad. Ah, uh, you know, that's the that's the hardest truth, so I have to do it because I'm being yeah. good now. Yeah, I'm kind of like a robot that got programmed to kill, and said so instead of killing, it's, it's helping good. people. And this is a good guy thing to do, I'm sorry. And Hayward's like, okay, but it's gonna ruin my family? Well, sorry, man, that's good guy rules. Sorry, man, that's just how truth works. That's just how good guys work. They not ruin my... families sometimes. Yeah, uh, not my fucking problem. A poet once said, truth hurts. <laughs> and then Doc Hayward is going to be like Okay well child support then And he's going to be like whose daughter <laughs> Sorry I don't You know what, you know what? actually not willing... like... <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe not Maybe that's not my he's kid He's willing to pay for Dick Tremaine's nose injury He might be you know who knows That's a lot of back child support Oh uh, yeah I guess uh, If you get on the back payments yeah Yeah, yeah. that'll uh, end this Donna's quick. 18. Yeah, we're getting the back payments. I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other child support to collect. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, John Wheeler comes in. He's like, oh, Doc Hayward, I'm also a nice skip man, so hello. And Hayward's like, I don't, I, I don't got this in me right now. I'm in a grumpy mood. Bye. <laughs> John Justice Wheeler, it's great to see you. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Doc Hayward on one hand, uh, your entire family is beginning to pull apart at the seams because Ben's decided to dig up a bunch of shit no one wanted to talk about anymore. But on the other hand, you got to meet John Justice Wheeler, so it's, you know, it all works out, out, I think. He already knew him, frankly. So they got to, they, meet him know, just got to see him. Yeah, yeah, great time. Yeah. It's been a while. Right. Uh, John asks Ben where Audrey is, and he's like, Seattle? She's on I her way back. I fucking told you. She's in Seattle. This is, it's yeah. been two hours, John. You're. Like a fucking golden retriever, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, John's like, no, you don't understand. I have a friend, well, more than a friend, a partner, really, in Brazil, and he's been murdered. <gasps> so I have to go right away. But I don't want to miss Audrey. What the fuck is happening in Brazil right now? <laughs> what the fuck? I need a whole spinoff about John Justice Wheeler's international adventures. Uh, John that, Justice that show Wheeler actually knows some uh, Germans in South America. That oh, that oh, show no. would be so racist. It would yeah. be the most racist. It would be about really as racist would. as they come. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know what actually happened was he heard about Ansem, and he was like, well, I gotta go help out my guy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, in about... Ben, you're not gonna understand this, but in about ten years, they are gonna make this thing called Kingdom Hearts, and I have gotta be ready for that role. I need to go terrorize a child. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell a child on an island that he's a fucking moron. I never knew he did method acting for Ansem. <laughs> I have well, to terrorize a little rat. 
I gotta go find a dumb little boy and tell him that those who know nothing can understand nothing and then wait and see what he does. See what he does? It turns out he beat the shit out of me. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what happens on the return. He comes back and he's like, you guys will not believe where I've been. Yeah, the end of the return is John Wheeler turning into a spaceship. Made of <laughs> into a spaceship. <laughs> and he goes, check this shit out, Wheeler. Check what I learned. And little Nicky has to open up the door to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kingdom Hearts is light. light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And then we meet Leland's nobody. and <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> when you really think about it, Bob is kind of Leland's heartless. Yeah, Bob is kind of Leland's heartless. That when you really true. think about it. <laughs> Listen, people have made comparisons between Twin Peaks and Kingdom Hearts. And they'll continue to do so. I'm sure there's some three-hour video we could watch. We're breaking uh, new ground right now. I refuse to believe that anybody else has tried this this land before. <laughs> no one else has done this joke before. Absolutely, yeah. you're right. Uh, Donna's up in the attic looking through uh, some things. She finds her birth certificate, but oh my god, there's no father listed on if it. If you have not figured out what is going on with Donna, <laughs> they're going to still treat it as a huge reveal next time. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Will. Hey, hey, Doctor Hayward. Why didn't you just put your name on the birth certificate, man? You're probably the one that signed it, dipshit. Well, he did. That's why he couldn't do it. That would be... Yeah, he couldn't bring like, himself to lie on yeah, an official he's government like, well, document. my Hippocratic oath is above all. <laughs> uh, I, 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 actually also, I can lie through a mission, but not... It's the version of... It's the Batman. I, don't, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. Uh-huh, I yeah. won't lie, but I won't put the truth. <laughs> Uh, she also has a photo album of when her parents were younger, and also Ben was younger. Ben and with the stash, my god. Oh, Ben with this 80s-ass mustache and a haircut is so fucking good. I love it. Oh, just perfect. Mwah, chef's kiss. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Something just occurred to me. Do you think Eileen had a D-Day situation 20 years ago? <gasps> <laughs> and made Ben Horn and Will Hayward compete for the title of Donna's dad. <laughs> Giant voice, it's happening again. <laughs> I think it's plausible. Ben Horn so, in the yeah. 80s does not look that different from my dad in the 80s. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ben Horn now, and I'm like, well... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just love all these pictures. I forget. Yeah, she yeah. Oh, the they're, even they're more. delightful. I love to see them. And I was just like, wow, what could it mean? <laughs> what could it mean that nobody was listed as my dad? Right. Uh, Audrey gets back to the Great Northern. She's like, hey, everybody, I am here and I am ready to have some sex. <laughs> oh, I got to go to the sheriff's <laughs> department. God damn it. I don't, I don't want to have sex with that guy anymore. I'm in a different older man. Yeah, he's he's maybe slightly less older. It's ambiguous. He owns a jet. <laughs> he owns a jet and he pilots it. Listen, on one hand, Wheeler owns a jet. On the other hand, Cooper owns a gun. I'll admit they're both appealing in their own ways. <laughs> but right now I'm into the jet. <laughs> the jet is so much more appealing. Uh, but yeah, anybody can own a fucking gun. That's true. That's true. Uh, Hawk grabs Audrey. He's like, you gotta come to the fucking sheriff's department now. It's important. She's like, all right, fine. Uh, the finale is gonna happen, so we gotta get, gotta get together. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. And, I'll, and Audrey internally, like, oh, I'll have plenty of time for Dick later. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Meanwhile, Wheeler's like, I don't have any more time for dick. <laughs> I have no time <laughs> to give dick. <laughs> I have so much to give and nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just gotta go. I gotta go apparently solve a Brazilian murder. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys. he's gonna go become Brazilian Batman, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the Phantom. <laughs> With Patrick McGowan, it turns out. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize he was in that movie. Somebody, uh, I think it was Vic sent it to me. We're full circle. Yeah, yeah. he looked really We're old. Back bait. Yeah, he looks really old in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bandage, like, please, John, you can't go. I'm gonna become a bad guy again if you're not here to guide me. I'm weak. That's uh, he does now. It is comical, and he does say that. But I do like this conversation they have. No, it's sweet. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's it's all in sort of this weird heightened goofiness. But you know, I, I in, in that mode, I like it. The core is here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, John's like, I'm sorry, I've got to go. You're not weak, ah, Ben Horn. Weak. Pff, first time I'm hearing about that. Anyway, here's a letter about how badly I want to fuck your daughter. Please give it to her. <laughs> Please give it to her. Please don't read it. It will have my exact <laughs> coordinates in Brazil. I mean, you can read it if you want, but I'm telling you now, you will not want to. It's just got a picture of my dog. Listen, I got some James <laughs> Joyce shit going on in this thing. You don't want to look at it. Do not. Uh, like, at the sheriff's... Ben opens it like, oh, he's hung like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> my word. Uh, at the sheriff's department, Major Briggs has dug up some old videotape of when Wyndham Earl worked for Project Blue Book. He's given some kind of lecture lecture about the Dugpas, which were evil sorcerers or some shit. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. They just love to do evil, and he's like, and they had like a, this some kind of evil called the Black Lodge that they could channel, and they could do all sorts of crazy black magic with it, guys. Yeah, I I looked this up because I was like, what what's the fucking like lore behind this? Yeah, like most of the like mystical stuff from Twin Peaks, it's from Theosophy. Yeah, uh, and also like. Uh, like some offshoots of Buddhism. Yeah, Theosophy borrows a lot from Buddhism. I think it's like a combination of like Tibetan Buddhism and um like like Christian Gnosticism. Yeah, it's it's odd. It's guys from like the 1910s who were real bored and had a couple of different religion books and just said we can make one of those. Let me just squish this together. You know, we we can just remix these. Do a mashup. Yeah. Chopped and screwed. Remix. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the air horn. Uh, and Cooper's just like, ah, oh, damn, I thought this was all about me, but actually he was trying to get to the Black Lodge this whole time. Shit, darn, darn it. Aw, oh, jeez, that was really self-centered of me, despite the fact that he left me a bunch of revenge notes. Yeah. But that, you see, that's the genius of... Right. Uh-huh. Almost like he actually was just here for revenge until they wrote a different plot for him. Did you, um, Cooper, did you know people could want more than one thing at a time? Yeah. He he might want to kill you, but also, if he's here anyway, (laughs) may as well check out Al Cave. You know what? Cooper might not understand the idea of wanting more than one thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because no, I want one thing and then I want another thing. I want a sip of coffee, then I want a bite of donut. That's it. It's easy. Put them both in my mouth at the same time. That don't work. It does, Cooper. I tried it once. Got I, I spilled all over myself. my suit. <laughs> Never again. It's a fool's errand. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is where they're like, hey, wait a second. What if this chalkboard is a map or something? 
Or I guess, do they not no, figure they don't, out? No, no, they, they don't, don't figure it out. It. No, it's, right, they it's don't like figure it out. It's like the reveal at the end. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's incredible right. because there's like a fucking compass on it and two mountains. Yeah. Uh, and I do feel bad because I was like, wait, was it not clear that it was a map? And Pris went, well, I didn't realize it was a map. I was like, okay, oh, no. you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> but also, also, there's another guy here who just looks like Harry Truman stand-in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Cappy. <laughs> Uh, for a second, I thought that it was the uh, kid from the first episode, the other... Oh, the other yeah, bookhouse no. boy? Yeah, he's. that's what I thought, too, but he's not. He must be a bookhouse boy, but I don't think we've seen this one before. He's got to be a bookhouse boy. I think, you know how they had, like, the random waitress? This right. is, like, the random cop, and it is probably just Harry Truman standing. But I don't. Uh-huh. I just don't think he's a cop. He's just standing there in all black, wearing a leather jacket. I just think he's just a guy. Maybe, all right. Yeah, yeah. he's he's bookhouse boy coded to me. Yeah, <laughs> he's this man has not been deputized. Uh huh. That's like third base for Truman. <laughs> That's put a fucking uh, ring on it. Yeah. Uh, Wyndham Earl is, of course, listening in on all of this from the bonsai tree. Why did they move the bonsai tree into the co- in the conference room? Uh, so Wyndham Earl could listen. Yeah. <laughs> just like you guys. Yeah. Truman just carries it with him wherever he goes now. He's like, is Josie yeah. so bad? It was, it was Josie. So. Uh, Wyndham Earl does interact with his uh, funky little briefcase computer this time. He does. You know what? Points for that, because it's very funny. Because is stupid He's got a little. bunch of weird little like displays everywhere with different parts of the map up. Yeah, classic. Yeah, he does just have some good uh, like early '90s screens, just like dot matrix printouts like rolling over his chessboard. There's nothing I love more than a good dot matrix paper. It's yeah. so fucking good. It's good. Uh, Remember that bit in The Prisoner where there's one of those and he like unplugs it, but it yeah. keeps going. Yeah. yeah. What a good TV show! A great TV show. I saw like yeah, like I every time like that prisoner bot tweets, I'm like, man, what a fucking show! What a- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Earl is busy just being the sickos guy over uh, the Black Lodge. Well, he also uh, knocks over his chess pieces. Yes, and that leads to Leo picking up his shock collar remote. Right. And yes. stepping on the, the white kink. Yeah, yeah. Which is leading up to maybe one of the worst scenes. It's not good to see. It's bad. It sucks. The whole... Yeah. It sucks, and on top of that, the Leo Redemption arc is so bad. I hate it. Honestly, it should have just been Leo is wandering through the woods after running away from uh, his house. He finds Wyndham Earl. Wyndham Earl kills him. That's how you know Wyndham Earl's like the cool bad guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like this whole bit has done damage to like Leo's like character. Yeah, as like like yeah, because like I guess we could just get into it now. Like, sure, we have talked about like yeah, like how this whole thing is very weird and very like has a lot of uncomfortable bits. Right, but like. Leo, for a large part of this show, was, like, the human villain. Like, even more so than, like, right. Ben, who all his stuff is, like, very, like... He's comically evil. Well, and Ben is, like, sitting in an office smoking a cigar over yes. evil, whereas Leo is attacking people with a fire axe. Yeah, and, like, even though he's attacking people with fire axe, he, like, 
always felt extremely, like, believable in some way. Right, he was just, like, you know, maybe a little, like, stereotypical, but he was, like, a violent man of the type that exists in the world. Yeah. And now he's, like, a Frankenstein, because that's what happens when you have brain damage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out. And, yeah, like, now he is, like, oh, Shelly. Yeah. And it's just, like... Like, no, you can't fucking do this. Right. You can't do this because the episode you last saw, Shelly, you were trying to kill her. Yes. And, like, the shocking should not have changed that. Yeah. And, like, you could even... You could write him that way, but you can't frame him as though he's sympathetic for feeling that way. Like, if he's just a weird contradictory guy who's, like, doesn't... Like, you know, that's abusive and possessive in its own way... But, like, that's not what they're doing. Yeah, if like, you make him... I think, Ashley, I don't know if you said this, but if he's the guy who wants to kill Shelly and he won't let Earl do it, that's different. Sure. He's yes. that, right. that is a clear through line for, right, but no, for what, what they're his doing is Leo wants. has, you know, like, Leo was a bad guy, but now he's met true evil in the form of Wyndham Earl, and he's, it scared him straight, basically. Or it's the shocking has made his brain different. Yeah, I guess you could also. That's the other way, way you can read yeah. it. Is that yeah? Yeah. Is that shock therapy shock works? Yeah. Right. It's just yeah, like, and like the way that they left Leo of like him being a horror villain, and yeah, like he should have been killed by, you know, Wyndham Earl, and it would have been like the first, like aha, like I you know, Wyndham Earl has come to town, and right. I've killed someone who has basically finished their entire story arc. Yeah. Uh, but is, like, a notable enough character for it to feel like it an impact, rather than what Wyndham Earl has basically done up until now, which is kill random one-off characters that no one cares about. Yeah. Right. right. Except for, yeah. of course, Rusty's lover. Rusty, yes, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like, even if, even if he, like, takes Leo hostage for an episode, like, sure. makes him do some stuff, maybe makes him write that letter for him. Uh, so he can send it out and then kill him, whatever. But right, you can't. What I just don't understand why he's been kept around this long. Keeping him around as his weird henchman with a uh, mental disability is just not. It's bad fun. and makes. It's... Listen, I like Wyndham Earl for all his dumb, dumb faults, but it makes it hard to these scenes. Uh, it just kind of feels like oh, we need someone for Wyndham Earl to talk to. <clears throat> And that's not true. He would just talk to an empty room. I believe yeah. that about him. No, yes. Like, 100, 100% that. And it's just, like, the... It's just another fucking, like, bow on his... All the shit that he does is that, like, he's like, Oh, I am a teacher. I am, right. you know, I have my desk, and, you know, I will, you know... Like, oh, you must write better than you, and... He really collected a lot of props for this cabin he's hiding out in. He really did. Yeah, th- he's a fucking prop comic. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know what? He is. Truly the carrot top of Twin Peaks. <laughs> the the yeah. carrot top of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's carrot top. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot about all the murders he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we cut to a woman with bad manners. Well, I don't know if she has bad manners as much as a bad wind has come through town and is possessing her hand. I'm saying before that when she is like using one hand to pile more pie onto her fork. 
Yeah, you know, it's, she just uses a finger. Listen, yeah, listen, she's old, and I don't fucking care what people do with their pies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as she takes a bite of the pie, suddenly her hand starts tremoring. Yeah. that That's probably nothing. And then she grabs it with her other hand. And me and Pris yeah. were like, what the fuck? Because this does happen more times in the episode, but this is the first instance, and it's not somebody we know. So who the fuck is this lady? Yeah, what is this? It's a uh, thing. But Shelly and it Bobby are out. sitting at a booth. Uh, Shelly is working on her uh, Miss Twin Peaks speech, and Bobby's just like, yeah, yeah, we can fix it. Hey, I've been a dick lately. I've been like a bad guy. They've been I'm writing me different every episode, and I just feel really bad about it. I, I I was wearing suits. I started working for Mr. Horn, and he's a bad guy, so I started becoming a bad guy again. But now he's a good guy, and it's making me want to be a good guy again, too. I saw Gordon Cole kiss you, and that just made me want to puke. Yeah. It broke my brain. <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, it's, this is sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. I, I like that he's like apologizes without having to have something like thrown in his face or anything, you know? Other yeah. than the kiss, I guess. Other than, well, yeah. But that was last week, so it doesn't count. Yeah, right. I, I like that he recognizes his own shitty behavior. Yes. Yeah, th- this is definitely the Billy that I was standing for for a couple episodes. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Uh, yeah, and we cut over to um, the Roadhouse where they're getting ready for the Miss Twin Peaks pageant. Lana is just like scheming with Dougie about how they're gonna cheat to have her win. Right, because uh, so I thought last time that the uh that Pete and uh, Doc Hayward and Dougie yeah. were the judges, but they're not. They just kind of run the they're committee just, for that. Yeah, they're the committee that runs it. Which is which is fine. It's better sure. than I thought, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess I guess at least it's not like the three oldest men in town leering at all these young girls. Right. Instead, it's uh, instead Dougie. it's other guys who are evil. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be Norma Jennings and Dick Tremaine. Oh, is and, it? Oh, uh, is it Norma? Yeah. It's Norma. Yeah. Okay. I missed uh, that. I heard Dick, and I was like, sickos guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, listen, you just show up to Dick Tremaine with your, your fancy slutty dress, and oh, he'll fall for you immediately. That's not how that guy works. I assume that uh, when he and his brother talked, that's how they communicated. <laughs> oh, for sure. It- we saw his brother not that long ago, and still in my head, they're just identical twins. <laughs> uh, Cooper is uh, questioning the three girls that got parts of the Wyndham Earl poem, uh, Shelley, Donna, and Audrey, and they're all like, hey, yeah, I did meet a weird guy in an obvious disguise lately, huh? Yeah, huh. they're all like, well, yeah, there was that really obvious guy, yeah. I, I like Cooper being like, have you met anyone strange lately? And Donald's like, yeah, I did meet a guy saying he was a dead friend of my dad's who gave me a chess piece. Yeah, for whatever reason, I didn't feel like I needed to tell you that, though. <laughs> we, we did say that, you know, we were going to take it to you, but we just kind of, like, delivered the chess piece and didn't tell you anything about it, I guess. Right. Yeah, I, I guess Doc Hayward just grabbed the chess piece and stormed out with it. Why did... Uh, what? 
did Doc Hayward not explain that entire situation to? He must. Cooper? All we got of that was he saw the chest. He was like, "I have to call Agent Cooper. I gotta go." No, yeah, he, but he we saw him about there the later. Guy. Yeah, he was yeah, like talking about like, "Oh yeah, you know, like I, I saw him die." Right, yeah. that happened first. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, he would probably mention that, like, oh, yeah, some guy claimed to be my friend came to my house and talked to my daughter. Yeah, listen, this is a scene very much written for people that have not been seeing every single episode. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they, got a, they need a reminder. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, okay, so he's probably going to try to kill one of you three. Also, Leo is working with him. Don't know what's up with that. Yeah, like but, he, uh, Shelly, you especially look out. Yeah, he shows it to, like, and she's like, it's, it's Leo. And I'm like, how? How? How do people? How? 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 <laughs> that is not the same handwriting at all. But whatever. <laughs> we were talking about Cooper's handwriting analysis last time. We did forget that in, like, season one, he can not only, like, you know, decipher handwriting, but he tells Audrey, like, he does, like, fortune telling on her based on her handwriting. Where he's like, Audrey, the swoops and these R's suggest a romantic inclination. Wait, did he? I, I, yeah, no, yeah. I completely yeah. forgotten this. Uh, yeah, yeah. People who are in depth and like, you know, say they can do handwriting analysis are also say shit like that. Right. That's some shit my aunt would say. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I mean, your aunt. Uh, uh, no, he could not. Don't you oh. remember from uh, the other uh, thing that we've covered that? Did a lot of stuff with the handwriting. Catwoman. <laughs> did that have a lot what? of handwriting in it? No, th- but there's a scene where it's like, oh, like, well, like, because he starts, the cop guy starts putting it together when he sees the two, uh, like, her, like, like, oh, like, I stole this shit note, and then, like, her, like, sorry that I missed you note. <laughs> yeah. And then she, the guy's like, no, you see, this is an assertive woman. You know, not like the other girl who's like, wore to mirror and like, you know, like... Oh. Just bullshit. Yeah. That wanted to bring up Catwoman. The only thing I remember from Catwoman is the basketball scene, and that is it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Catwoman. Yanny. (laughs) Uh, Leo is at... You know, Wyndham Earl's shack. It's the shit we were talking about before. I do like Earl being like, oh, you would have loved the Dugpas, Leo. They ate blood for every meal. A bunch <laughs> of real sickos. Real sickos. Yeah, it, it did, again, cause just because I'm uh, definitely not into the Wyndham Earl. It just like. Yeah. Yeah, like just a lot more like Tibetan mysticism. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's baked into the show. Yeah, I know. It's just like. Like, oh, yeah, like, these guys are so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, and then the whole bit is, and we don't have to get super into it, it because we kind of already talked about it. Right. Is that Leo produces the the shocker and threatens uh, Wyndham Earl with it, I guess, thinking that it, he could use it on him. Right, he doesn't get that it's linked to the collar because he's, like, brain damaged. He's a Frankenstein now. Yeah. And so he just keeps electrocuting himself, trying to figure out what's wrong, and he's just, like, convulsing on the floor. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I, I hate yeah. this plot. Yeah, it's bad. I laughed at a, something that someone just messaged me, and I laughed at a bad point. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, yes, it sucks. Yeah. I hate it, and 
Especially I hate Wyndham Earl like acting like he's gonna get hurt and then be like, hey, hey, I fucking got you. Right, yeah. It's, yeah. Don't care for it. Cut all this Leo shit out of here. Yep. Same show. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, back at the Great Northern, like, Audrey and John, like, just barely miss each other. Uh, Audrey, like, comes in and says hi to Pete, and, like, she rounds one corner as John Wheeler rounds the other. And he's off two, to Brazil. Two ships passing in the night. <sighs> you hate to see it. And, uh, she runs up to her dad, like, Ah, oh, hey, dad, sorry I'm late. Uh, anyway, where's John? Uh, do want to have sex with that guy, so where is he? And he's like, I need you to be the spokesperson for the weasel campaign. Yeah, let's talk about the weasel. <laughs> but where's John? No, weasels. <laughs> God damn it, Dad, where's John? <laughs> he just like, ah, you, you just missed him. You just missed him. <laughs> Here's a letter where he says he wants to fuck. Yeah. And she goes charging off to find him. She grabs Pete and is like, hey, do you have a car? Drive me. Well, I got an old truck and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize that Audrey does know Pete. It's very funny the way she talks to him as if he is a stranger. You, hey, you, you have a car? Okay, now you need to take me to the airport. And he's like, yeah, okay. Wait, where does she know I Pete got, from? Uh, from living in Twin Peaks. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying they had, like, a scene together earlier that I was forgetting. They're no, dad, they're I, friends, I, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, uh, also, this is supposed to be one of those small town things, so obviously Audrey knows Pete. Sure, right, right, right. But also, yeah, and also, and also Ben Horn talks to Catherine all the time, so. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not that's on the down low. Anyway, that's not the point. Anyway. The point is, she says, hey, you idiot, you have a truck? Okay, great, drive me, I have to go fuck. Uh-huh. And he's yeah. like, you know what, young love, I love that for you, let's go. Yep. Meanwhile, speaking of love, Cooper is too preoccupied thinking about Annie to realize that this drawing is a map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up about it, Truman. And Truman's like, Jesus, are we breaking up? Uh, like, Good ah, lord, man. <laughs> I think uh, Truman's yeah. hurt here. He's like, man, yeah. you're laying it on thick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cooper's just like, I, I don't know, I just feel a little giddy all the time thinking about her, Truman. It's... It's such a uh, strange feeling, and aside from the fact that Truman and Cooper are dating, Truman also just had the love of his life uh, die. Yeah, fucking die. <laughs> in front of his eyes. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Cooper's just like, ah, but I'm in love. Isn't that wonderful, Truman? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, no, great, cool. man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great, bro. Love and that for get, you. And then he gets the Doctor Strange love, <laughs> evil hand, said Joan. Yeah, his hand starts convulsing like the woman at the diner. Yeah. And then he grabs it and doesn't say anything. It's like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? Uh, Major Briggs decided that uh, after pulling an all-nighter researching Wyndham Earl, he was going to go for a relaxing little walk in the woods. You know what I'll do is walk by myself in the haunted woods I was just talking about, about how they're haunted. (laughs) And you know what I'm going to do out there is I'm going to walk up to a tree and just kind of rub my hand on it. And then uh, I'm going to be like, damn, this weird tattoo on my neck kind of fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I instantly knew, like, when people started doing the hand, when I saw that the hand thing was repeated, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, Davy Lynch, he's back in town. <laughs> 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 he's back. He left the on-screen side so he could do behind-the-camera shit. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, yeah, he didn't direct this episode, but there's some bits, especially at the end, where I'm like, hmm. Th- this episode feels like it's getting a little bit of de cinema back. Yeah. The the end of this episode has that de cinema feeling. Yeah, yeah. And what could be more de cinema than this completely convincing horse? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is happening here. <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen, that's what. No, this is awful. <laughs> this fucking rules. No. No. Windermere in a horse costume with Leo as the back legs walks up. He's singing to himself and <laughs> Major he's Briggs singing like, "Home on the Range." And Briggs does not think I better punch this horse. <laughs> he thinks, "Damn, I gotta watch this. This is fucking uh-huh. crazy." Yeah, Briggs is like, "What is what? Is, what?" <laughs> I, I'll say this. On a majority, didn't work for me. The gun uh-huh. coming out of the horse's neck did. That was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, because the horse walks right up to him, and then, yeah, just a hand holding a tranquilizer gun emerges and shoots Briggs. Yeah, but as soon as, like, Wyndham Earl actually, like, appeared, I'm like, all right, I fuck this fucking guy. I mean, yeah, you should just left the horse head on. And then he's like, ah, ha, ha, I put Leo in the back of the... Now you finally get where you, you know, found you where you belong, Leo. <laughs> Yeah, no, basically as soon as the gun appears, my joy uh, diminishes, but what joy there was. You're, you're, a, you're a strange man, Luke. I don't understand yeah. you at all. Strange little man. I simply like it when a guy walks up in a horse costume and people don't treat it like it's weird enough to do anything other than look at askance. Yeah, I just don't know why Briggs doesn't throw hands immediately. Like, honestly, he's alone in the woods. Who's going to stop him? He's not sure whether that's a real horse or not. Wyndham Earl's no, a he is not. <laughs> no, he, no, that is not his conundrum. <laughs> that's, a, that's a horse. Now, I don't think that's a real horse. But We have, I have horses in you know, Twin Peaks. I try to be an open-minded individual. I've seen a lot of things, and that could be a horse. <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure... I'm like 70-30. That's not a horse. But that 30% is compelling me. <laughs> I could just listen to that man fucking talk for hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> just give him, like, a phone book to read. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Go to sleep listening to that at night. <laughs> and I'll have the sweetest sleep. Anyway, Cooper and Annie are kissing. I'm talking uh, and... to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feature brings ASMR. <laughs> Speaking of the, the cinema being back a little bit, yeah, Cooper comes in to talk to Annie at the diner. And they're just sort of, like, talking, and it's sort of sweet, and they're flirty. Like, all the dialogue is very, like, just kind of cute romance stuff, and there's kind of, like, some, like, fun music playing in the background. But then, like, that slowly fades out as the camera just, like, pulls out further and further away from them in a way that, like, nothing bad is happening, but it just takes on a weird, creepy vibe that I'm into. Yeah. Yeah, this... like, hey, if you haven't figured it out yet, she's super gonna die. She's fucking dead, dude. Yeah, this... (laughs) It definitely reminded me of some things from, like, Eraserhead. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, again, like, again, like, I don't want to fall into the trap of everything good about this is David Lynch and, like... No, yeah, because I don't... I, I guess I don't know what all he was doing at this point, but obviously, like you said, he doesn't have the director credit on this episode, so... Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, but this is clearly at least a two-man job. Yep. Uh, but then they start smooching. Yeah. It just feels like... Now that they know, like, where they're, like, they're headed. Yeah. And, like, all right, David, is, we need to, like, ease people back in. <laughs> right, right, right. We gotta, listen. We gotta turn <laughs> the up. The boss is back in town. We gotta fucking put away the toys and 
<laughs> Try to make this place look respectable. Turning up the cinema dial and just waiting and looking back. Listen, we can have one horse costume scene to get it out of our system, and then... Listen, we bought this horse costume. We need to use it. <laughs> otherwise, it's on my... Otherwise, I can't write it off, and it's so expensive. It costs so much money. Uh, I think the syrup bit is just kind of like, okay, I, I get that you're like just doing this like, like oh. <laughs> oh, oh, blood, I see. Right, yeah. But not exactly uh, interesting. Also, it goes on too long. Yeah, they kiss, and yeah, Annie knocks over a tray of plates and shit. Did and she? Because it just kind of looks like something shatters happens. on the ground. Yeah, yeah. it's you not very clear. It. Yeah. But then, yeah, we get a long shot of coffee dripping in slow motion. I thought it was uh, who fucking cares? We're at the airport with Pete and Audrey. That's right. Pete yes. and Audrey road trip. Let's fucking go. Pete just driving out onto the runway to block John's plane. ass. <laughs> what a mensch. Oh, I love him. <laughs> the god himself. And John Justice Wheeler is trying to drive his damn plane out of here. Right. But then but Audrey, he's Audrey he's like, oh, he's like, oh, she made yeah. it. She made it. And he's like laughing. He's like, oh, geez. Okay, hang on. I'm coming that, out there. Oh, yeah. this is so. Uh, all right. I'll be right back. Yeah, they run out. They're laughing. They're hugging. They're smooching. And then Audrey's just like, fuck me. God damn it. Please. God damn it. God damn it, John. She just goes, I'm a virgin. You're very hot. Just fuck me one time. God damn it. It's very funny because she, she does start with, I'm a virgin. And he's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And she's like, I want you so- to rob me so hard. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, and but the- I've got a plane. And she's like, you own it. He's like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> we did have a early in this uh, show had a discussion if uh, if she was a virgin or not. That's true. That's true. And now we know. Fucking Cooper saved her from one eye Jack. She was like, hey, I just want you to know that I'm still. He's like, please shut up. Stop it. Yeah, don't talk. Stop. About I don't that. care. Don't finish that sentence, please. I've sworn an oath. And yeah, they uh, make out and go up into the plane, and Pete is like <laughs> crying a single tear of joy for them. He's like, yes. He's like, finally. Oh, I've done good in this world. I have enabled plane fucking. I have done my good deed for the day. Honestly, for the year. <laughs> this is a big yeah. one. Uh-huh. Uh, and then his hand starts getting the same tremors that everyone else is getting. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but he looks scary when he does it. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got that eye thing he can do. Uh-huh. Yeah, he acts the shit out of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One of, like, the early things you said is that, like, oh, yeah, like, Pete Actor, like, had a, like, really hor like, mysterious and horrible death. Yeah. And, like, ev- like as we've watched the series, I'm just, like, more and more, like, man, fuck. It fucking sucks, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, he, like, showed up for lunch with some friends all bloodied and bruised. And they were trying to get him to explain what happened, and all he would say is he got in a fight, and then he went home, and they found him dead later. Jeez. Fucked up. Yeah. I, I do love that he's crying as he's like... It's like yeah. He's just like, oh, those those kids are gonna fuck. <laughs> those crazy kids are gonna make it. <laughs> Some things are good in this world. Meanwhile, back at Wyndham Earl's cabin, they have strapped... Uh, Major Briggs to an archery target. Yeah. This would be more fun if he had an entire, like, rotating setup. Yeah, I d- again, in this my memory... This would be memory, more fun if this was, like, a Batman villain situation. Exactly. In my memory, it was a giant dartboard, and that would be much better. This still ain't bad, though. 
It's not I great. take it. I I like that it's not like the usual thing where it's like, uh, you know, like the two hands up and like the <laughs> right two legs down. Like so, one of his legs isn't connected. He just has to like balance on his one leg. It looks a lot like they're like, okay, we're gonna like suspend you by your limbs and tie you to the hay bales. He's like, nope, I am uh, like a forty-five-year-old man. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, he's like, no, the fuck, you are not. <laughs> I will give you three. That is it. Uh, but uh, window. Uh, this is I. I do like uh, Major Briggs in this scene just because. Yeah. Uh, window Arrow is firing errors at him and like just keeps on asking him things like you know, like where's the black watch. I'm not at liberty to tell you that information. Uh-huh. And then he, like, jokingly asks, like, what's the capital of North Carolina? And just immediately gets it. <laughs> yeah. Raleigh. He's like, God damn it, I can't do anything with that. Well, luckily for me, I got truth serum. Thank God. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what are the... There's one question that matters here, and I'm trying to remember what the other ones are. Where he's just kind of gearing up. He's like, oh, what's your wife's name? How much does she weigh? And he's just telling him... And what's your greatest and, fear? Yeah, what's your greatest fear? The possibility that love is not enough. <laughs> Jesus dude. Christ, man. Damn, dude, this is the greatest character in history. Way too sick of a line for how dumb this scene is. <laughs> well, you know, he'll be in the shadows if you need him, so... Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the thing, he just says shit like this. The possibility that love is not enough. And, like, if you gave that to a lot of other actors, even on this show... Yeah. It wouldn't work. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just fucking nails it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, just good line. <laughs> Delivered away. Great well. line. Uh, and, yeah, he explains that he's seen the, the LK of Petroglyphs in dreams when he was, you know, abducted. And um, basically just explains. Does he tell him it's a map? I don't know. No, he starts, like, saying nonsense words, and Wyndham Earl Right, he, like, just, right. And I assume it's a thing where he's like, oh, if you ever get under truth, like, serum, like, go to this part of your brain. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just, like, a secret code. I, see, I took it as Wyndham Earl accidentally overdosed him, and he was just, like, losing him. Could be that, too. I, yeah. I thought it was just some shit, some weird code from the dream. Right. I, I yeah, yeah, I assumed that it was just Major Briggs being prepared for everything. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. But yeah, he does mention that uh, there's a time to access the Black Lodge when Jupiter and Saturn meet. Because of course this fucking small town crime show has got to end with the fucking planets aligning. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Do you think the World Tree Yggdrasil is in there? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'll find out in like two hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, speaking of trying to find out what's in things, uh, Catherine is looking at the second layer of the puzzle box. Right. I forgot that this is in this episode. Andrew got bored of playing Nintendo in the other room. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've already beat Mario World and all the star levels. I need to show you this delicious fellow, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> now, Catherine, I know what you're thinking. It's it, That's just short for robot, but no, no, no. It's an acronym for Robotic Operating Buddy. buddy. Isn't that adorable? He's my friend. <laughs> he can spin a top. Just look. Oh. <laughs> 
he doesn't have a character, so he can really do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of fun, but evil old man. I'm not even convinced he's evil. He's a little evil. Maybe a little bit, but he's just kind of a guy. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to get the puzzle box open, but he's sick of this shit, and he just smashes it open. Well, he gets the first puzzle box open. Oh, right, no, he solves the first one, right, and then there's another puzzle box inside that, which he just smashes with a rolling pin. Yeah. Which, again, like, I assume that everyone just, that, like, she would have done that from the beginning. <laughs> right, right. She's like, well, what if there's something important in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, there's another puzzle box inside. He smashes that open, and then there's another puzzle box inside that. Oh, is that a puzzle box? Because I don't know it's if we actually tiny, get a like, look at it. It's like a tiny little metal cube. I assume it's another puzzle box. I su- I thought it was, like, some magic mineral shit. <laughs> some unobtainium. Yeah, sure. Oh, right. you think? Oh, yeah, some crystals. <laughs> to, absorb, to absorb Catherine's bad vibes. That's That would make sense. I just love how many fucking puzzle boxes there are. At the end of it, it's just going to say, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, The Roadhouse is still prepping for Miss Twin Peaks. They're having a little, like, dance. And uh, Cooper is is taking Annie out here. And they're dancing. You know, Annie doesn't really know what she's doing. But Cooper's like, ah, it's all right. It's easy. We just, just follow me. And they're just having a sweet romantic time. And everything's normal and regular. Yeah, they they do. And then he... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the the thing that they have to do in every single uh, TV show with public speaking and a microphone. Oh sure. Oh Someone yeah, has is to, this like, thing get on. The, yeah, is this like, thing eh? on the feedback. Yeah. That's not even the first time Dougie has had this happen to him because in the first episode when they had the town meeting, he did the same. Oh, thing. Right, That's true. Yeah. He's just cursed by microphones. Uh-huh. Yeah, he keeps trying to interrupt the dance to uh, talk about. Like, Miss Twin Peaks, but yeah, the microphone's just not working that well. And, like, they, like, try to get started again, and, like, the music just starts playing again. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they're talking about, hey, Annie's like, maybe I will enter Miss Twin Peaks. Yeah, you know, that'd be fun. Maybe you know? I will die. Yeah, I need, then, I need a way to get murdered. <laughs> and then for Cooper, the room darkens, and uh, Mayor Dougie is replaced with As soon the as giant. she says that, he just goes, no, bro! <laughs> No! <laughs> My guy, I cannot tell you how much she's gonna fucking die next episode. Here's the here's the fucking thing, is that it happens especially, he specifically calls her a queen, and then the giant appears and goes, no, Cooper! No. You can't, Wyndham Earl says shit like that, you can't use his language! Come on, Cooper, I thought you were smart. I, I, I've known that image. Yeah. Uh, or I I seen that gif of him like doing the no and like waving his hands. It's so funny that it is just like <laughs> literally like bro, no, you can't, you can't, you can't. <laughs> Do you know how many death flags you just put up? <laughs> She's gonna show up next episode with the dead mom anime hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, it's just, I'm just watching him shake his head and wave his hands. It's good. I do think... what the... The conversation they have is really nice. I do like their conversation. Yeah, Annie's like, listen, I know you think that because I was in a convent that, like, you have to treat me like fucking, I'm super delicate. Like I'm fragile, but I'm not. I want to smash, okay? Yeah, I want to bone down and be alive. In that order. In that order. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love I love two things. <laughs> uh, anyway, Pete has been waiting six hours outside of this jet. There's the king no way himself. that she's a virgin and she lasted six hours. A consummate gentleman. <laughs> he just fell asleep waiting for them to finish fucking. He's he's just an inc- what an incredible man. Uh huh. The and uh, like, yeah, the conversation he has right now. Yeah. No. Well, this what is, wakes this him is... up is the plane taking off, and he's like, "Oh, jeez, did I just get left here by Audrey?" Yeah, but no, Audrey's. She walks up, and she's like, "No, nah, I'm here, and he's gone now. We're all fucked out." Yeah. Yeah. You know, glad I did it, but you know, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Her hair looks really nice, considering she just spent six hours fucking on the floor of an airplane. <laughs> you don't know if he has a bed in there or not. I guess that's fair. Yeah. It's a smaller airplane, but he could fit that in the back. That's fair, that's fair. Or like a, Even so. A couch or something, yeah. Yeah, she's very put together, is all I'm saying. Oh, she is. No, listen, I'm, I'm with you, but also, well, you listen, know. If it's like six hours, at least, you know, like, two of those is just them having to just talk. Sure, sure. And uh, she's like, oh, I just, I'm going to miss him so much. We were even going to go fishing on Pearl Lake, and now we can't. And he's like, and Pete's like oh. oh. Well, now hold oh, on one say, second. Uh, did you fishing. say fishing? Audrey, I happen to have a uh, bunch of fishing gear. and he, In the truck. Yeah, and she. And, and you know, like, maybe uh, if you want to, we can go fishing together. She's like, Audrey, there are many cures for a broken heart, but nothing's like a trout sleep in the moonlight. <laughs> what a king. What a king. It's just so genuinely uh, nice. Yes. It's, it's delightful. I, I joke to you, like, the finale should just be two hours, no cuts, one two-hour shot of them on a boat fishing. Yeah. That should be, like, the credits on this episode should just be Pete and her fishing together. That really, yes. That absolutely should be the case. Yeah. I, I get why they don't. <laughs> no, sure. But uh, we smash cut from that nice sweet scene to Leo having a problem. He's just sort of screaming with his eyes rolled back in his head. And Major Briggs is on the floor, uh, still under the effect of the truth serum. And this is when Wyndham Earl realizes that, oh my god, this thing's a map! There are yeah, so many god. Dutch angles in this. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, the camera just keeps wobbling. Yeah, the camera keeps wobbling, and then he Dutch angles the map on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we talked a lot about, you know, how like there's some more of the cinema in this. This is very much, to me, the television. <laughs> yeah, they're trying yeah. to do the cinema. But this is not it yet. This is not it. And he's like, oh my goodness, the... This is not just an invitation. It's a map. Like, yeah, dude. The town's called Twin Peaks. There's two fucking mountains right on the damn map. Like, come on. Just, just line it up. That, yeah. <laughs> and then we cut back to Cooper, who's just now ending his giant vision, which makes it seem like those past two scenes were, like, linked to it. Except the Audrey scene was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense as a montage with the giant stuff. I think I think the idea is like it's nighttime now, right? Uh, when Cooper scene started, and then that happens, and they just see some other stuff that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, we do get uh, Mayor Milford at the microphone, just saying, "There's something not right. There's something wrong here. Something bad's happening." As we just get all the like 
iconic shots from the pilot of like the outside of the roadhouse yeah. and the traffic yeah, light. This yeah, shit and then the good. fucking the hallway yeah. of the school and then the fucking great northern hallway. Yep. I forgot that the school hallway had like those like wild like red lines all over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you give me a hallway and you have a camera slowly dolly through it, I'm there, bro. Baby. That's, that's scary to me. Yeah, that is what scary. the is. It's rather than you know, it's scary when a guy looks at you. But what if you yeah. imply that you were the guy looking? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we cut like to the sheriff station and to the chalkboard drawing of the map, and then to the rustling trees. And then somewhere out in the Ghostwood Forest. I, like, when they're showing the rustling trees, I'm like, is that going to be the end? Because that's kind of a weak ending. Sure. Uh, and then uh, no. <laughs> no, we get a, uh, a weird little grove with a bunch of, like, frail, like, skinny little baby trees. And a creepy pit of, like, black ooze in the middle of them. Yeah. And a spotlight shines down and you see one trembling right hand of Bob... Come out of the darkness. He's like, hey guys, you remember how you never resolved my plot line? Yeah, like... It, well, yeah. I, I, the other thing is he is supposed to be the trembling hand. Yes, Showing yeah, back yeah. up. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Yeah. Because they just do the hand thing. They, I, they, guys, I was the main bad guy on this show. Who's this Wyndham Earl fucker? They, they reversed him, right? Yeah, he, when he like drags his hand out of the light and he's there, yeah, that's definitely a reverse shot. It makes it look really cool. It looks real cool. It looks yeah, sick. I agree. And yeah. then yeah, they no, this, they go good shit. uh like show the black goo and you it through it you can see the red room. Yeah, you can see the curtains of the red room and yeah. like the saxophone starts to kick in. It's like, "Oh yeah. right. Oh right. This show is this oh, level right. good Twin before." Peaks. Oh yeah. right. Right. Twin right. Peaks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very I had the same kind of feeling as like Ashley's talked about where like I'm liking this show, but sometimes I see, like, a clip or a shot from season one, I'm like, oh, right, it used to be, like, that good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's this episode of Twin Peaks. Fuck yeah, dude. We are on the cusp of uh, finishing this bad boy. Uh, as a reminder to everyone, I did this last time, but we're watching the last two episodes next episode. So yes. Just, just a reminder... Mm-hmm. And I, I will remind you again at the end when I read the names of them. And when we're done recording this podcast, I'm just going to go watch those. I might go do that, too. I got nothing else going on. I yeah. have to do laundry and start packing for a trip, so I won't. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> you can watch it on the flight. I am very excited to talk about them next week. I'm, I'm honestly just trying to go to rest on the flight. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah, because it's really late. Yeah, I like my flight leaves at like 11.50. Ye old red eye. Anyway, do you guys want some questions? I do. Yeah. I think we got at least one. <laughs> yeah, we got one from actual Fox Lexi. If you had to have weird arms, how would you like them or uh, to be weird specifically? Oh, man. Second elbow. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, good. that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, rubber bones. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, swap your right and left hands. Oh. Why? Why two elbows? Because you get increased utility. 
Okay, but the, the, the question was not how would you improve <laughs> the mechanical functionality of your arm? Yeah, but it would be weird. I agree. So would swapping your right and left hands. All right. If some dude in a David Lynch movie came up and his hands were swapped. Yeah. I'd yeah, like, yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's a good question. Great. <laughs> Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, Eidolon Playtest is still a show I'm not on right now, but it is still a show I do. I'm fucking editing it, so what do you want? Uh, right now we're doing miniseries that other people are GMing. We're in the middle of Eidolon Crush, uh, GM by our friend Maxi. After that, I will be GMing again for Eidolon Giants. That's right. Uh, which I'm very excited about. We've mostly finished recording that already, and it's, it's a good time. Um... Uh, yeah, that's that's it for right now. And then after that, me and you are both players together for the first time? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's wild. Uh, Ashley. You can find me at Yuri Lebrand with the underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give, uh, give Ashley, Ashley your fucking money. money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with white ER. You can find me at audioentropy.com, I need mail.com. Uh... And the second best game club journal updated. We recorded our episode about the Force Unleashed one and two surprises. Those are not good games, uh, <laughs> but we did get like two hours of talking out of it, so it was fun. There you go. Our friend Jackson came by. Friend, friend yeah. of the show, Jackson. Yeah. So uh, excited for that. Um, and that is. It give us money for hosting the website. Donate button in the upper right hand corner of the website. Leave us a review and tell everybody how good we are. At podcasting, specifically. Well, yeah. everything else, too, but podcasting uh, mostly is what I'm looking for. Okay, that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. No. Oh, wait. No, First sorry. Say what we're Luke, doing you have to say time. what we're doing, even though I said it. Next week, we are going to watch episode 29, a.k.a. episode 28, a.k.a. season 2, episode 21, a.k.a. Miss Twin Peaks, and episode 30, a.k.a. episode 29, a.k.a. season 2, episode 22, a.k.a. Beyond life and death. It's fucked up out here. We're fucking bringing this train into the station, baby. Yeah. And that station's got red curtains. That's true. It is very funny that the Red Room has just not showed up. It's the only thing anyone ever talks it's about. It's the and only thing anyone talks about. It has and been it shows in up a twice. single episode, and I think with the image we saw in the next one, maybe it's not a spoiler to say it might show up in uh, yeah, one other episode. Yeah, I think it might episode. be in the next yes. episode. My God. <laughs> A grand total of two episodes. That's so funny. It's the only thing anybody ever mentions. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna go watch the end of this show. Great. All right. Uh, well, until next time. Damn fine podcast. Damn fine podcast. <laughs>